Welcome in to yet another rousing edition of the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Rousing, say you. Yes, I say rousing. This one I feel will be um, dutying on a mammal free. W- I'm no, sorry, what? <laughs> dutying on a mammal free. Dutying on a mammal free. I didn't want to drop the f bombs right away. I, you know what? I, I, I want to apologize. No, I don't, no, I, no. I, I, no I, that no. was it was that's, harrowing. It was harrowing. I don't usually, even in real life, I'm not even much of a swearer. But uh, that, that's why it's too good for radio. If you miss, if you miss some good Johnny Molson cursing, which <laughs> happens very infrequently. It's so it's so interesting. I actually remember if, if those who are listening recall when we were actually on the radio. Now we're mm-hmm. too good for it. There was a <laughs> there was a. There was there was a caller, Patty, and I ran into her um, recently when we first started up this podcast months ago. Sure. And she had mentioned that she would like to hear you swear a little bit more. That That's oh. one she would like to – so hopefully she enjoyed the F-bomb because there may be another one later on in this program. Well, this because one's for the- you, Patty, you bitch. <laughs> Love it. We are off to a rousing start, ladies and gentlemen. But yes, we have some Ask Reddit questions we'll get to. But we begin. You've been doing a lot of traveling as of late mm-hmm. uh, for your for your other gigs. Um, and so in a recent study uh, of 1,000 Americans, they have a new poll, and they go over some of the acceptable and unacceptable behavior on an airplane. Yeah. So I'd like to go through some of the numbers, and you being more of a traveler than myself— Say yay or nay if you agree with the majority or or whatever it may be. And there's no question now that people are feeling better about getting out. Yes. There is just pent up, I need to go somewhere in the planet, someplace. And so it's, it's bananas. The airports yeah. are bananas right now. They are right now. So uh, we'll begin in this particular poll. And I find this number really, really high. It's ridiculously high. 94% of people in this poll. Now remember, it's just 1,000 Americans. But feel it's acceptable to bring smelly food onto an airplane. No. Wow, that's really selfish. Isn't it? Yeah. 94% say, I'm going to bring my fajitas from Chili's on this plane and stink you out for the majority of the rest. How are, how are almost, how are 9 out of 10 people cool with being like, I don't care who I sit by, I'm bringing this stank-ass food on this plane? I got some Mike and Ikes the other day, and I felt weird munching on them next to sitting next to somebody. Just like, you know, because, yeah. I The only thing I feel acceptable to eat on a plane, and, and this is just maybe me, is the little snack thing, bag that they right. give you on the plane. That's the only acceptable thing. I don't think it's cool to bring in your bagel sandwich or because there's always those people that you see that bring in the entire like four. Bo- Case in point, <laughs> I, there was a gentleman that when we flew to Las Vegas, when the St. Louis airport had and this is six in the morning, had a giant ass pizza box. Wow. I don't know what was in it. All right. We get to Denver. He is then on the same – he's still carrying around that pizza box. No kidding. I don't know if he was transporting it to people in Vegas. Like, he had the crap-ass Emo's pizza, and he's like, oh, I can't get this type of pizza in Vegas. Good, because it's terrible. <laughs> no one needs that type of pizza. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't think it's acceptable to bring smelly food. No, it isn't. I mean, you really have to be aware. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, somebody just had enchiladas on the last flight that I was on. Uh, oh. and, and, and I think 
if you're going to bring food on, it needs to be something you can handle with your hands. Correct. I mean, if you've got to bust out a fork and a knife and a bib and a and a and, and a plate and a, I mean, it's just if you got to crack the knuckles of a lobster, <laughs> should not be on the flight. You know, if you want to get one of those, you know, cheese and ham sandwiches they sell in the refrigerator, <laughs> I, whatever, that's fine. But uh, yeah, I don't even think that. a salad is is acceptable. Yeah. Uh, nine and ten still say though it's a no no to take off your shoes and socks while flying. Yes, well, thank is. God they're okay with smelly food, but not smelly feet, uh, 59% have no problems wearing their pajamas on a flight. I can't I, do that. I, you know, even comfort- when... Comfortable, you, yes, but... Have you ever been in one of those hotels where you go down for their buffet breakfast and people are in their pajamas? It's like... Have you, have you no dignity? At least throw on some shorts and a shirt. Yeah. Something like that. The, the P, yeah, PJ, the people walking around like it's their, it's their like kitchen. Like they're in their kitchen. Yeah. With their, they're sitting there at the waffle I machine. Can't do that. Hey, just making my waffle. I can't either. Yeah. I, can't, I definitely couldn't fly in PJs. Hair's going all in 10 different directions <laughs> and their breath smells and they're scratching yeah, brush their your butt. Teeth. I mean, brush it's, your it's, teeth. Just, it's just like. Uh, here's one that I think you're going to disagree with. As it pertains to small talk, hmm. two in three people think it's okay to start a conversation with someone sitting next to them on a plane. Two out of three say, "No kidding." Okay, now I am an over talker, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm yes. fully admit. But on a plane, if it's me, if it's me and my wife, I am not going to engage with you right away. I I actually wait for someone else to engage with me on an airplane if I'm flying with my wife. Because I know, much like you, she doesn't, not that she doesn't want to be bothered, but I already have someone I'm talking to. I don't need a Mm -hmm. third wheel in a conversation. Because to your point, when you open open that up, it may be another three hours of conversation you don't want. Correct. So, and I I also, I, I believe... First of all, two and three explains a lot. That's why people do it so often, apparently. Um, and um, the other thing I, th- I feel is that conversation on an airplane needs to be library quiet. Yes. For some reason, and most people abide by this. Usually it's pretty, but there's always a guy about seven rows back. And for some reason, he's got a frequency in his voice that sort mm-hmm. of pierces through the engine. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing else going on, but you hear a guy weighing back saying, yeah, so when I got to Santa Monica the other day, my luggage wasn't quite there yet, but that's all right. They had a really good place where we could go and have a margarita, so I sat down and did that thing. And it's 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 all you can hear. <laughs> I only laughing so much because you are you are correct. It's either male or female, yeah. and it and it's always usually to your point. Yeah, we got delayed uh, back in San Antonio, so I had to call the person that I had to call my sister to go look on the cat, and she said the cat had vomited, and I couldn't believe it. And I was like, "Well, you better take the cat to the vet." And it's not that they're yelling; it's just that they, their voice is right. in that perfect range that just completely cuts through everything else. Yeah, and so they they could just be talking at a normal register, but for some reason, it goes right down the tube, and it's just always right. That's what I was that was I saying. Guy, so when we got in the meeting, and there's one person was checking her phone the whole time, and I just have no time for that. Can you believe the dog ended up pooping in our bed? Was she not getting over there in time? Yeah, I. It, and and the other thing that sometimes is a phenomenon to me that I'm that I've never reached. Like I've had amenable conversations with individuals, but the people who become best friends on planes, yeah, right. That like it's like they as they're walking off, like, well, you enjoy the rest of your trip, and, and it's like, how do you become that good of friends with someone? Uh, it, it's in three hours. It's remarkable. It's it a is. Gift. 
when it comes to reclining airline seats, survey finds most Americans still think of their neighbors first before spreading out. In the poll, just 38% think it's okay to recline the seat on a long flight of more than four hours. More than half believe it's okay as long as they ask the person behind them first. Great. Yeah. Yeah, you got to ask first. I, I, I have never reclined a seat on an airplane yet in all my flights. I'll give it about maybe a four or five degree tilt. That's about as far back as I'll go. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. Yeah, the, the people who just, they, you know, you, you get to that cruising altitude and all of a sudden, shagunk, you know, and a tray comes into your stomach. You're like, uh, uh, yeah. no thanks. Yeah, it's like, dude. As for seating assignments, nearly four and five think it's acceptable to ask someone to swap seats. Hmm. Um, however, if you draw the middle seat on a crowded flight, don't expect much sympathy from your neighbors <laughs> because only one in three believe the person in the middle seat deserves to have both armrests. Wow. I, you got to give the person in the middle seat. I See, I'm always middle seat guy. Yeah. When I fly when I fly with my wife, because we usually fly southwest, and sure. that's choose your own seat. My wife always likes the, the window, which is fine. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm always middle seat guy. And I'm very conscientious. I usually, and I don't know why, I usually give aisle seat individual, whoever it is. That's always fraught with peril, too. I always feel it. I always feel like you you, you kind of stare and you're looking. You're like, don't sit by us. Don't sit by us. Don't sit by us. Don't sit by us. And then inevitably, we get okay. We, we, it's been okay. But I always give that person both armrests. Because they're, sing- they're a single, I can lean in on, uh, to my wife. I don't need to spread out. Most people can't lean in on the person. I mean, right, that, exactly. That's, right, that's, yeah, so yeah. You, you've got an extra thing. But you're right. And I think I, I, I feel so bad for the person in the middle because that, that is a suck seat in yeah. a lot of situations. It's like, it, it, take whatever you want, man. Yeah, it's, exactly. You're not getting the joy yeah. of the window. Yeah. You're not getting the, to kind of spread out a little bit in the aisle. You're stuck between can't two get people. Up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's just not good. So those are some of the things uh, from that particular area. Airline survey, but I still can't believe nine out of ten people think smelly food is okay. Take your smelly food and eat it in the terminal, and and wear some clothes. Be a decent human. Don't be wearing PJs. Uh, the the get up when the plane stops thing oh, is God. really incredible to me. I, I mean, <sighs> I understand getting up because you, you're cramped and you're, you just want to stretch, uh, but you're not. Go- you know, you're not going anywhere. It's no. still going to be a good five minutes before they bring the thing over and they open the door and they do it and they think. And you know, it's just it's it, it just take it easy. It's you'll get off. Nobody's they're not gonna they're not gonna leave you there. The people that get it's it's always that same guy too. Can you believe this? Yeah, I'm ready to roll out. What is going on here? Just right. relax. We're all going to get where we need to be. Because yeah. even if even if everything plays out in your mind, right, what are those three minutes more of vacation or whatever you're going to do make your journey that much markedly better than the rest of us who are, just, yeah. t- who are just having patience? Mm-hmm. Moving on, we have uh, – I believe this is a listener's Thank court. you for that gripe session, though. That was fun. No, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, a listener's court, I know you can kind of kind – of, uh, you know, judge it as we go along here with this one. You don't get to interact with us, maybe in the comments, whatever you want to do. But this story here, uh, I felt needed to be discussed. Um, this comes to us via TikTok, where in a film stunt by Harrison Pollock, he uploaded in June on his Life of Harrison TikTok account, which riveted, <laughs> riveting stuff, I'm sure. In this particular video, this TikTok, he approaches an older woman sitting in a mall food court and asks her to hold a bouquet of flowers. 
Then after putting on the on his jacket, he simply says, have a lovely day, and walks away, leaving the woman holding the flowers. So okay. in his mind, I have just given this lonely old lady who's sitting in a food court a bouquet of flowers. What right. lonely old woman wouldn't love a bouquet of flowers? This will make for some sweet views. Yeah. So um, he posted the video after the encounter with the caption, I hope this made her day better, as well as the hashtags, hashtag for you and hashtag wholesome. The video has been seen by more than 59 million views and received 11.2 million likes. Now, the woman who ID'd herself as Marie from Melbourne, Australia, confirms this was not as wholesome as as, as one would think. She tells ABC Australia she didn't appreciate being part of his allegedly altruistic antics. She said, quote, he interrupted my quiet time filmed and uploaded a video without my consent, turning into something it wasn't, and I feel like he's making quite a lot of money through it. She adds that when she noticed some other people standing a few feet away filming the whole thing, she asked if she was being recorded, and they answered no. Oh, really? Later on, when she caught wind of the viral going, uh, video going viral, she said she was upset by how it was being framed, basically showing her as supposedly weepy old woman in a heartbreaking tale, <laughs> according to one tabloid. <laughs> She went on to say, at first, it was just a bit of a joke to me, but then I felt dehumanized. I feel like clickbait. So I asked you, Johnny Molson, and those listening at home, where do you fall on this? Do you feel she has a legit gripe? Or do you feel and that he took advantage of her old life of Harrison? Or where do you fall on this whole thing? I, look, I, there's, I mean, look, you, you can see people TikToking out in the wild. Oh, Every day God. of the week, there's yeah. always somebody setting up their camera and they're wiggling their butt yeah, exactly. or doing something. What? Um, whatever. But, man, you start drawing other people into it um, just because. Right. Be, eh, eh, eh. I, I agree. I mean, this isn't as bad as some others may be of the TikTokers in the wild who, like, start, you know, dancing around somebody right. who unwittingly is in the video. The fact that they didn't tell her that they were that she right. was being recorded, I don't agree with. But to say you're dehumanized and used as... Maybe clickbait I get, right? 59 million, he's portraying he's doing something nice, which apparently she did not agree was nice. But I I think a bouquet, she could have thrown it away. I don't know if I would go that she's been dehumanized in this particular situation. No, but it certainly tells you a lot about the TikTok environment where you yeah so they they you watch this video saying lonely woman i just gave her flowers you know it, it, let's let's yeah. watch her reaction let's brighten her day meanwhile she's just a lady sitting there minding her own business <laughs> i did love that of like you know, he interrupted my quiet time yeah uh and and so now she's got a caption under her saying you know pathetic old cretin uh with nobody to love her i you know that I did, sucks I, yeah i didn't think about that portion of it Right, and that and that's the the seedy underbelly of all TikTok, whatever social media it may be, YouTube or whatnot. Even the most innocent, nicest video inevitably turns into yeah. something along the lines of people. And to your, so you make a valid point of how many of those likes or whatever or comments then turn into. This sad, lonely old lady didn't deserve yeah. flowers. Or, is her name know, Gladys? I bet she's Gladys. No, Marie was her okay. name. I am A R E E. Now, a statement from old Life of Harrison spokesperson. He has a spokesperson? <laughs> Good, sweet Crimonetly says he felt inspired to start doing kind acts after witnessing homelessness in LA 
and that he often offers followers and pays for complete strangers' groceries. Well, that's one thing. Just dumping flowers on some old lady at her table is a completely different mm-hmm. thing. He said, while cynics may claim it's reviews, Harrison simply has a personal commitment to helping people feel more connected and trusting. He only has so far encountered gratitude, not like Marie, who says she's been dehumanized by all of this. Go get a job, Harrison. Yeah, and by the way, come up with a better name for your stupid channel, at Life of Harrison. (laughs) We think we're so interesting. We do. I don't even like doing this podcast for that reason. It's like, (laughs) who cares what we think? Well, I like doing it because we crap on not only bats, but other people and their ambitions in the world. Right, right. So that's why I enjoy doing this podcast. But you're right. We all think YouTube is just a gate, just flooded with individuals who think it's it's just as easy as opening up a camera and saying, hey, world, I'm a star. And there's there's like three dozen or so of people who are doing some really cool things on YouTube and I'll follow them and watch their shows and everything. And the rest of it is garbage. Yes. What, a shout out quickly to one who does a great job. <laughs> my buddy, my buddy Nate at Paging Mr. That's Morrow. right. Be sure to like and subscribe. Exactly. And comment, Smash let that him like know, give him a four star yeah. review. Exactly. He is, I mean, positivity, but he's <laughs> he's an engaging dude. But you're right. There's a majority, yeah. a majority of it is just a wash with. And crap. get 10% off Peloton if you go uh, like and subscribe right now. Like and subscribe. Uh, the link podcast. is in links below in the description. We're actually working on a Twitch feed, man, at Life of Mike and Molson. <laughs> Join uh, our Discord channel. Exactly, exactly. Don't forget to, don't forget to Patreon. Um, <laughs> even if it's just a dollar, right. whatever it is, you can subscribe. Really help out this channel. Three bucks a month, <laughs> and you'll hear Molson swear for thirty minutes. Just nothing but f bombs. Turn the air it's blue. The new, it's a new Mike and Molson <laughs> fuck podcast. <laughs> We will start it up for a little just three dollars. <laughs> just nothing but us using that F word right. for no reason, just throwing it into things for no reason whatsoever in the new Mike and Molson podcast. Just Love Patreon, it. Patreon only for three dollars. <clears throat> um, speaking of the F word, here is something from Ask Reddit saying if you could put uh, one F bomb into a Disney movie, where does it go? Oh yeah, it's Bambi. It's Bambi. Right. <laughs> the first. The right. first. Soon as she gets shot. Bambi. Whoa! I thought. That's a good one. In slow motion. You know, a little paws are flying up in the air and her head snaps backwards. (laughs) That beats mine. That beats mine. Mine was going to be Toy Story where Woody just says, you're a fucking toy. (laughs) You're not a real space ranger. You're a fucking toy. Right. Deal with it. Those are two great ones. I like that. Buzz Lightyear shoots him right in the arm. (laughs) I love how yours are all real dark. Slow motion, yeah. Yours are all all real dark. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some some other ones. To your point, I think one would be like, at the end of Cinderella, fuck you, bitches. Right. I'm going to the castle. That'd be another good one. I like those. Yeah, I could see the dad in Finding Nemo, like, uh, uh, finally just flipping on Dory. <laughs> what? What you, the fuck is your would deal? Would you get your effing life together? <laughs> I, love how we, I love how we edited ourselves. Like, we're like, we've met the yeah, quotient. We don't, now it's just being... I, I feel bad after Yeah, a while. exactly. After it's, a while, it's I feel Dory. bad. I can't yell at Dory. Yeah, you, who can yell at Dory? <laughs> Seriously, no one can yell at Dory. And then a swordfish stabs her in the side. <laughs> she talks well. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? 
I think we I think we made a lot of them much better. Right. I think so too. <laughs> a lot of those Disney movies. I'm trying to think of like some of the older ones because in, inevitably in Disney, a parent dies, uh, mm-hmm. you know, right away. So I'm trying to think of like if Moana could use one or some of the other ones that uh, throughout the years that could use. But I, I like yours the best. The Bambi one is pretty fantastic. Uh, moving on. Micah Molson, bing, 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 hot take alert, hot take alert. Here's an Ask Reddit question. What artificial flavor tastes better than the original? I'm going to say orange. Mm -hmm. I think an orange soda, orange popsicle have a much better flavor than than an actual orange. An actual orange. An actual orange, not as good as orange flavoring. I'll go with you. An an orange crush, an orange sun-kissed, delicious. An orange, when you bite into it, you go... Oh, I want the fake orange. It's actually made oranges not enjoyable. Right, Right, exactly. You're like, this isn't real orange. Give me a crush. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I was was thinking something, you know, like wild cherry or something that uh, doesn't even exist in nature. Strawberry for me. I don't know. Strawberry is never right. I used to be. I I don't know what that is. I used to be very much strawberry artificial Mm -hmm. better than strawberries because I wasn't a big fan of eating strawberries. Over the years, I've had a taste for strawberries, and now I can't go back. Like, Mm -hmm. it's flip-flop for me. Like, I can't go back and and taste something artificial strawberry because it's not nearly as good as real strawberry. I mean, I think we're of of a generation where the artificial stuff is superior to nature. I'm with you on a majority of things. I would say, for me, and this is another hot take, banana. Banana Laffy Taffy, better than actual taste of a banana. Oh, artificial banana is pretty rank. I don't like that. See, I, I like it because I don't like real banana, but I'll eat artificial banana. I'm kind of that way with watermelon. But, I, but like Lucky Charms are better from the box than from the tree. You know, you, if you go find them in nature, they're not, I, they're not very good. I will say, uh, yes, of all the— Crunch all, berries are much better— in the cereal than the in the actual life. Yeah, it's, it's very true. Very true. Um, of all it's kind of like I got a crunchberry bush growing in my backyard. It's garbage. <laughs> terrible crunchberry. <clears throat> I, will, I will say the clovers in the wild are terrible, but the clovers in Lucky Charms Agreed. are fantastic. Yeah. I, I do enjoy that. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on watermelon? Watermelon artificial. Oh, See, artificial I, watermelon is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really, Re- really good. Re- regular watermelon's crap. Yeah. I got no use for regular watermelon. It's just like it's slightly off-tasting water. Yeah. I have no right. u- I have no use for that. So watermelon and orange artificial flavoring Man, vastly superior. Is there anything that's been made better than a watermelon Jolly Rancher? That's what I'm saying. That's really, that's a, that's a really good candy. That's what I'm saying. That's for special occasions. That's that's that one. That's like for weddings. That's and the funerals. one when you buy when you buy the array. <laughs> I don't know. What? Boy, I. Boy, I, I'm really sad. Sad that he's gone. Ooh, watermelon jelly rancher. Have a jelly rancher, you'll feel this better. Is, this, mm. is a, this is a, this is a fancy ass funeral, right? Going on. Yeah, that they're the ones that when you buy the array of jelly ranchers mm-hmm. and you put them out in your office. By the way, that's an interesting office candy to put out there. Um, the watermelon ones you keep for yourself. Yeah, you don't share those with anybody else. God, I want a watermelon jelly rancher right now. That sounds really good. You know what? You know what else is pretty good? Although it, it sometimes throws me off. Grape artificial flavoring, depending on what it's in. Possibly, yeah. Like grape, uh, grape jelly rancher, good. Very good. Grape laffy taffy, eh? Right. Not not as great. And and I don't know what all the flavors are in Mike and Ike's, but they're they're brilliant. All oh, of them. all of them are fantastic. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're based on nature. I don't know if all the fla- – I still – I don't know what it is. I'm so gun-shy of yellow. 
and, 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 and Mike and I. Yellow Mike and Ike's and yellow Starburst. I just I just hmm. don't know. I'll be damned. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan of either one of those. Although, for those who... We'll have in, to agree to disagree. Yeah, we will agree That's to how disagree. you end every argument. We'll yeah. have to agree to disagree. <laughs> Although before, I will before say, I start throwing fists, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. Before fists are there, right? uh, I will say Skittles. Thank God has brought back lime. Oh yeah, that, that crap sour apple threw off. Yeah, the whole, yeah, it threw yeah. off the whole balance. Yeah, that's a bad. Salad. Why the hell was why the hell was apple in yeah. with all the rest of the menagerie of Skittles? It, it threw off the flavoring because I will say this: sour apple taste crap. Artificial apple terrible compared to real apple. I don't. I don't care. Sour. I'm going to go back to Jolly Ranchers, though. Sour <laughs> apple Jolly Ranchers are pretty good. Yeah, but it's still not my favorite. Yeah. yeah we can but do this but all now day. that. But yeah, exactly. But now that I actually eat real apples instead of Red Delicious, <laughs> which are shit apples, uh, Fuji apples is where it's at. Yeah, if you want a good eating apple, bad. and we will uh, end this version of the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast with uh, this Ask Reddit question: What's a song that instantly takes you to a different time in your life? Mm. I can go many different ways with this. The, the one that comes to mind for me is Spandau Ballet. True. Okay. I want to hear why. That is a YMCA eighth grade dance. Oh, okay. Uh, nightmare right there. Because you're, you're grooving and people are you know jumping around like idiots and you're a bunch of sweaty eighth graders mm-hmm. uh, and then everything just stops cold and it's like. Mm, bop, bop, bop. And I was like, oh, now i got to ask somebody to dance. And did you? Did you have, no. enough, gum- did you have enough gumption to no, ask someone to dance? I went dance? outside and cried. <laughs> because no one no one would dance with you. Uh, well, it wasn't that no one would dance. It was like the, the act of asking someone to dance. It was too scary uh, for you? It was just overwhelming. It was like, I'm not going to do that. I just... Yeah, I mean, I had the opposite reaction of those situations where you're, you're right. That was always a weird thing to slow down the middle school dance. Mm-hmm. Where it's like everyone just let everyone continue to have fun. Don't make it have to pair up and be weird. It's the worst. Yeah, it was the absolute Torture. worst. Yeah, not great. I, I would say. I mean, it all depends. For me, there's some where it takes me back to like if I listen to some 41 or something like that. It takes me back to summers of Warp Tour and, and, and you know those those summer festivals mm-hmm. back when I would be going to sh- like every summer. You're like, oh, I want to go to this show and this show and this show, and it's just kind of. The sw- once again, the sweaty nature of like I got to run to this other stage yeah. and then that stage and everything else that takes me back. The other one is um, Lou Bega. God no, <laughs> no, Blur. yeah, no, that takes me back to a different time. But no, I was going to say um, I had the time of my life from, <laughs> from not for two reasons. Yeah. One, it takes me back. That was like it was one of those movies that my mom and my sister loved, and my so my dad. And his weird hatred of random celebrities <laughs> also couldn't stand Patrick Swayze because I think oh. I think because my mom found him attractive. Right. So my dad was like, was yeah. yeah, so there's that reason. But also that was and not as many people I've seen as of late do that. But the wedding party dance. Mm-hmm. Right. That yeah. was our what that was our wedding party dance was I had the time of our life. And it just brings me back. Oh, sure. It brings me back to that moment where we just kind of. We pseudo reenacted that scene at the end, you know, of the whole thing. And people actually thought they we got done. They came up to us uh, at the reception and like, how long did it take you to choreograph that? We're like, uh, that just happened spontaneously. <laughs> like we didn't choreograph any of it. So that's another song that takes me back. They're, they're just and it's weird that songs are so associated with certain memories. Right. Like 
I hear Power of Love, and I am right back in the theater with my mom seeing Back to the Future for the mm-hmm. first time. Something you wouldn't understand because you've never seen Back to the Future. Yeah. Is that, is, that any, movie, is that a good movie? Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, they made three of them. Just so oh, you know. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it was is there any movie or is there any song from a soundtrack that takes you back to that or like a song that you hear and immediately put you back into a movie theater seeing something for the first time? Not so much. I'm sure there is. I'm, I'm just drawing a blank right now. Yeah. I mean, back I'm in sorry. The, I'm, still, I'm still in eighth grade. Uh, you know, looking <laughs> at so Sta- Stacey Henderson sitting over there with her collar popped. Did she go to high school with you? Did yeah. you ever? Did you ever talk to Stacy Henderson? No, never. Oh, I mean, I mean, today or then? Then. Oh, then. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, she knew I was all about her. Really? Yeah. Did she just play hard to get her? She just had no interest in Johnny uh, yeah. Molson. They was just yeah. I was. Did, everyone always had that one girl, didn't they? Yeah. Of that one girl where you want you're like, oh my god, and they knew. Yeah. And then, but and she they, knew that, and that was amping it up. Yeah, right. And then they would play. They would play up. They would play into that because mm-hmm. you were the nice guy. Right. Right. They, she. They always wanted the. Whatever the head football oh, player yeah, was, yeah. or whatever, or whatnot, be, and it was just like, and you, you knew you could never have her at all. Yeah, but I mean, she, she, afar. she was the one at the end of Breakfast Club leaving with Judd Nelson. Oh, okay, gotcha. She went off for the bad boy. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But did you always, you always, but you always had that sliver of hope, didn't you? Yeah. At one point, there'd be that the Stacey Henderson dance with you. The, uh, I was at a uh, high school reunion, um, and she was not there. But somebody just invertly said, oh, yeah, you know what? We were at that meetup last night at the bar. Stacy was oh, there. Oh, you missed it? And so not only, not only did they tell me that Stacy was there, they said, and she looked hot. It was like, oh, oh. fool. <laughs> oh, just as Bammy Vom yeah, got shot, exactly. Johnny Molson's heart pierced by the bullet <laughs> that was the gaze of Stacy Henderson and missed opportunities. The worst. It is the worst. Well, thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning in, and uh, we appreciate it. Make sure you go to the Patreon page uh, to make sure we get uh, enough money to, to start the secondary podcast. Thank and you. Uh, Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, and uh, we'll be back at it next week.